Welcome to Medically Speaking Radio. I'm Dr. Mark Vaughn. And I'm Larry Finney. I'm a doctor. And I'm not. Let's get started. All right. We're live. Welcome to another show. Excellent. Another weekly show where we prep for maybe, I don't know, three minutes and then try to uh, fill up 30 minutes worth of of, uh, airtime here. That's that's ideal anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, today we'll be talking about a recent post in the Washington Post uh, that came from Friday about getting the economy back going. But but before that, maybe we should have like a little update of where we are with the covid situation, since that's kind of a big medical thing worldwide right now. Yeah. It's listeners. This is our third what a third consecutive week of trying not to talk about covid. But um (laughs) You wouldn't it's be able to tell. It's, it's just sucking up all the air out of the room, so we might as well just go with it, right? It really seems to be. Okay, yeah. so, uh, yeah, so uh, the update is about 3.67 cases last week is now 4.17 cases, so a half million more worldwide, and 254,000 deaths last week has become 287,000 deaths worldwide. The U.S. numbers are at about 1.36 million infected and about 82,000 deaths. And this is as of what date, roughly? Friday. Friday so would have been the... So this would be all the numbers from Thursday, actually. May, May 15th, yeah. Yeah, about the day of the article that we're going to talk about. Okay, all right. And this article that we're about to talk about, it's from the Washington Post. It came from the Washington Post. Yeah, it, I actually learned about when I uh, just happened to see a little alert that came on my screen of my phone from Aaron Carroll. He, he's a pediatrician in Indiana that has a YouTube channel called Healthcare Triage, and he posted this article. Okay. Hey, before People we get into know- that, uh, if before we quite get into this, last week we talked about you were still doing you're still doing some testing of. Uh, occasionally oh, yeah. COVID test in graphic detail, how uh, you put a kind of a swab through the person's uh, nasal passage and fish it all the way down to the back of their throat and hope this doesn't trigger either a gag or a sneeze reflex, um, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, nah, yeah, I think I'm going to pass. Well, as it turns out, apparently I cannot pass. I, uh, oh. I've scheduled, yeah, I've scheduled a, um, an elective surgery and prior to aforementioned elective surgery, <laughs> they require me to come in and, and go through a COVID test. And I'm imagining it's going to be that one. I mean, are there alternative tests? Are they doing various types of tests here in this town? Or is, it, is the uh, broom straw up the nose uh, pretty much the deal? There is a, a home-based test that's approved by the FDA. Uh, it's through a company called LabCorp, which we actually have here in town that uh, they mail it to your home and you just have to do inside your nostril. Mm. Well, I have a feeling though, they want me to know. They, they just instructed me to show up at a particular spot. It's that uh, we have a drive-through, <laughs> strangely enough, a drive-through uh, yes. testing site. And uh, that's what they want me to report to it between pretty much wherever they're open hours, eight to five or whatever. So yeah, you yeah. can see it from the highway. Yes, yes. And uh, that's where I'm going. So I imagine it's going to be the old uh, broom straw up the nose trick. <laughs> broom straw. 
We what? actually posted a video of us doing the test in our office uh, on Friday on the Auburn Medical Group YouTube channel. Oh, well, I'll have to take a look at that. Or maybe I shouldn't. And what do you recommend? <laughs> it could go either way. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I, I'll just, I've learned lately in various uh, medical procedures that the, uh, they're oftentimes not nearly as horrible as, as, as I'm inclined to imagine them to be. So I'm just going to let it go at that. And then I'll do my drive up and, you know, um, have a emesis uh, basin handy. <laughs> oh, gee. No, hopefully. I, what I, I think you don't even have to leave the car for this thing. Yeah, yeah. You just, they just kind of lean in and yeah. give it to you. It's like getting a, you know, driving through Chick-fil-A or something. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll say that. Okay, cool. Now, now serving number or whatever. Well, if I showed up on a Sunday, then they wouldn't be open. <laughs> right? It's not that much like, well, actually it is. Yeah. It is like Chick-fil-A in that way. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, so this uh, this article that we we are teasing here in the Washington Post was uh, published May fifteenth, and it was written by a couple of uh, well, you knew what their bona fides are. They're what's one's an economist and the other one is a what? Yeah, Alex Tabarrok is a, an economist, and then Pooja Olhaver, I believe that's how you pronounce it. She, uh, I'm not sure what to call her. She's the CEO of a, a surgical related company and then they both serve on a center for ethics at harvard university okay and so they've written um i guess it would be considered an opinion piece in the in the uh, washington uh, uh excuse me which one post washington post yeah, yeah not, perspective not the piece. <laughs> the washington post let me make that clear and their premise is we could uh, well what's what's the headline see i i don't want to try to switch over to the to the uh that window because i have a feeling it'll <laughs> we'll drop the recording mess up, mess up the call yeah yeah so yeah. The, the title is we could stop the pandemic by july 4 if the government took these steps now that is a tease mm -hmm. stop the pandemic by july 4th and this is only you know may 17th and so yeah you record this Quite i mean we're talking, yes okay so we follow these steps so having read through it quickly they they want to divide the country up into three zones not necessarily geographically but by uh behavior like well it's what is it it's a uh, a yellow a green and a, and a red zone which based on the normal colors if you understand traffic signals these kind of make sense what is it? they define a green zone as a place where there are fewer than one percent of is it yeah it's fewer than one in thirty six thousand uh, okay fewer than one That's the... in thirty six thousand Fewer than one resident in 36,000 is infected. Infected, not dead, but infected. Okay. Correct. So their, their formula is um, aggressive testing, contact tracing, and there was a third element. What was it? Isolation. Uh, that's it. Isolation for those who, who've tested positive. Yeah. Um, behind this is that there are countries who've already successfully implemented this type of thing. Yes, specifically Taiwan, New Zealand, and South Korea. Who seem to have their economies back, more or less? I, I believe Taiwan never got shut down. They, Taiwan was so on top of it. Uh, they, they had Well, their vice president is uh, an epidemiologist who went to um, the Bloomberg School of Public Health at uh, 
Johns Hopkins. Okay, and and to be clear, our own vice president is not an epidemiologist. Yeah. Okay. So, um, no knock on him per se, but but South Korea got. They just happen right to have the right guy in the job. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And and they were right on it right away. And yes. You know, so aggressive contact tracing. Now, that's a that's a concept that has I understand in general what contact tracing is. But the logistics of actually conducting it, how, if I'm a contact tracer and I have a list of names that I, I guess it works this way, you're, a, you're somebody, you're, you're patient X and you've, you've presented with symptoms. In fact, we've, we've confirmed that you've got it. Who the heck have you been around, you know, in the last whatever number of days? How do I go about assuming that this person even knows the names of all uh, and it's probably not likely that he has phone numbers or whatever problem. How do I go about contacting all these people and asking them questions first, you know, getting over the air of who are you really? And then I've got to ask them who they come in contact with. That, I mean, it could get exponential. Couldn't I, working one contact, working one, I should say, one patient X, this could turn into uh, contacts of hundreds of people possibly. Potentially, yes. Okay, so uh, do you have any practical um, experience or knowledge or whatever of how the heck this contact tracing works? I can't give details. They, they are currently having a uh, training for the state of California on a very large, I think they're training 20,000 people in this first round to do this for various county uh, health departments. And that's where we're going to be getting them for Placer County. Some of it will be pulling people away from things they normally do. Some of it will be the people who normally do this. And then it'll be these new people that are being trained for it. I don't know the details of, you know, how to get phone numbers or addresses or emails or what it is they're going to use. Maybe all of the above. Well, they could, you know, but it's, it's not too unlike we, we have contact tracing already. Yeah. In public health. Sure. And it's with sexually transmitted diseases. Oh, that's and, and some other reportable diseases. Yeah. Well, maybe we could do the two birds and one stone thing and assign this to the Jehovah's Witnesses. Did I lose you? <laughs> I'm not following. Oh, come on. They're going to be at your door anyway. Oh, oh, that. I wasn't sure which aspect of the witnessing for Jehovah you had there. No, no, you're a little slow on the uptake. I figured the... <laughs> the jobs are going to be at your door anyway. You might as well have Matt do extra questions. They're doing it for free. Yeah. Here, here, add these two questions to your list here. <laughs> have you had sex? And take the thermometer. Yes. Who have you had sex with lately? And uh, have you uh, developed any? I'm sure they'd they'd love to start that conversation at each door they go to. <laughs> well, it would make their visits a lot more interesting. <laughs> oh my God! Here they. Anyway. <laughs> You thought you knew what they're going to ask. <laughs> All right. So uh, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to drag us off the rails into the. <laughs> you got me so off guard with that one. I know. So the contact tracing. Okay. So this is a little like um, every ten years or wherever when the census comes up, they train people to, you know, become yeah. workers or whatever. Or in this case, I think you're going to probably have a pretty good cadre of out of work people, <laughs> so you can yeah. draw from that can uh, you know be willing to raise their hands and say, well, look, if, if you're going to, if you're going to take me out of my job, 
you may as well pay me to do something else in connection with this so. yeah 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 so it's really staying on top of the contact tracing and then the the part that would be hard in our country is the forced isolation yes now they're, the, they're talking the about paying mentioned... people stipends and giving them hotel rooms so they're not around other people yeah see now the hotel rooms that's the, the weird part i mean couldn't a lot of people simply isolate in their own domicile? But I guess... Yeah, mo- most you would expect could. Yeah. It's just for people who, you know, their family member is uh, an at-risk person, so they really shouldn't be near them at all. Put put them in a hotel room. Or or you... Or that too. Yeah. Well, so what's the... This is... I don't want to catch you off guard again, but the homeless population... <laughs> The homeless population does things like they, they share a lot of things together and they don't socially isolate and et cetera. Why aren't we seeing, well, or are we seeing a lot of uh, COVID activity in, in that uh, demographic? My understanding is that in the more urban areas you are. Okay. Yeah. I, I just had no idea. You know, the, the problem is, and, and the listeners here will probably relate to this. You get on Facebook or any other social media thing. And you're going to see all these various memes of people making these statements and accusations. Gee, how, how is it that, uh, you know, how is it that the homeless aren't getting it? You know, and <laughs> who said they're not? <laughs> exactly. Who says they're not? That's it. It's, it's the assumes facts, not an evidence type of argument. Yeah. And which our County is full of because we, we are just nearly untouched with. Yeah. I think three cases in the hospital and uh, there were three days this week when there were no additional cases. Yeah. Um, in fact, you know, interestingly, I was at a, uh, a non, um, <clears throat> non-social isolation, uh, social distancing party uh, last night in, you know, family, all family members and uh, celebrating triple birthdays. My, my, my daughter-in-law and her two daughters are all born on obviously in, in different years, but on like May 15th, 17th kind of thing uh, and um, consecutively there is a is a nurse at a large uh, HMO in this area she says they're testing they t- they've quite a few people but she says oddly they're not finding um, a lot of COVID cases hardly any at all but she says strangely they're finding TB cases when people come in to get tested Oh, okay. Because we're actually screening. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, we thought tuberculosis was more or less eradicated, but they're finding more of those than they were kind of expecting. That was kind of the the uh, unintended consequence, if you will. Yeah. Pulmonary tuberculosis was really on the run. We 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 had it down uh, until uh, AIDS hit in the 80s and and then it spread like wildfire after that why is that is that did they quit testing for it because now you've got all these people with uh, immune deficiency who are oh. uh, their bodies were able to fight it off when they were had a healthy immune system and when you don't have a healthy immune system you come down with stuff you otherwise wouldn't uh, okay so anyway the three the three-pronged attack was uh isolation testing and uh quick oh contact tracing Yes, and so our, our friends here wrote the article. Uh, friends, metaphorically, uh, claim that they can get this done. That we could, the, the the country could be one big giant green zone, very possibly. 
uh, by July 4th. But would the price tag, the estimate on this is something like uh, 75, was it billion? I believe it was. Yeah. Over, what, a three-month period or a one-year period? Oh, uh, 18 months, 12 to 18 months. That's what it was. Okay. But. So it's not just getting us to the place by July 4th. It's also maintaining yeah. it after that. And now that sounds like a lot of money, $75 billion. And indeed, it is a lot of money. But to a crippled economy or, or prolonging the, the economic bleeding, uh, then it's really not that much because we're well we're avoiding congress's latest relief package 75 billion went to struggling hospitals 380 billion went to help small businesses 25 billion went toward testing there and there's a three trillion dollar bill currently being discussed on the hill wow well yeah and and i, I my my feeling is yeah you you get what you pay for i'm not for just throwing money at something but if this if these guys have come up with something that could truly work, um, as, as has apparently worked in other countries, other large-ish countries with dense populations, then it would be money well spent. We, nobody expects a free ride. You know, it, it, We know we're going to have to yeah, pay our way out of this one way or another. It's, gonna, it's, it's the old commercial, oh, yeah. pay me now or pay me later. If you don't, you know, if you don't do the maintenance, if you don't know what, what, what it's going to take to eradicate or, or mitigate this thing, you almost assuredly bleed to death economically through all of the externalities we're seeing right yeah. now. Yeah, just slapping Band-Aids on it like we are now without actually getting the disease address that's going to be spreading. Right. It's going to cost more down the line, which is hard for people to, to you know, we, we've never been through that. We haven't been through worse than we've experienced and that's what's going to happen if we don't really get serious about it. And right. Instead of getting, you're talking about the economy. I want to throw out that Taiwan's economy grew 1.5 percent in the first quarter. Yeah, and then and are they, are they the ones that never locked down or just um, they never yeah, had to? Okay. Yeah, interesting. Um, but they they also isolate people. <laughs> I guess, and, and you know, and we're getting into this thing. We're turning we're turning it into a civil liberties thing together wrong because you know you get these uh, anecdotes of badge heavy cops uh, either in, uh, issuing fines or attempting to arrest people for doing things that are not on their face illegal and in fact uh, which have no there's no statutory grounds for for making the aforementioned arrest or issuing the fine so you know yeah about that but, you know we don't have to turn it into this binary argument of if you go out in public you are endangering grandma. You know, it, it's, it, it's not that way. It, it, I, I, it could be, though. Well, I suppose, but... but um, in, in, in the right, you know, in New York okay, City. Well, be smart. Okay, so... so my, a red zone. A per, yeah, a person's attitude, a, 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 New York, a New Yorker's attitude is going to be completely different about this than a farmer in uh, Oregon, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and we're kind of more of the farmer in Oregon. Uh, yeah. Here. According to the article, a lot of yellow zones, but no green zones right now in the U.S. Right. And so the, the, their goal is to turn, obviously, uh, yellows into greens and, and reds into yellows. And they recognize instantly that, okay, the, the lower population level 
places where they don't have a lot of cases. All right, then we can we can loosen it up and kind of like they are doing now. But yeah, we kind of are doing that. And in fact, there are three things they recommend: contact tracing, testing, and isolation. That's actually part of the California plan and that's being used by Placer County with our phase two reopening. It, it does take into account these very things. Well, uh, okay. So to, to personalize it a bit, uh, I've gotten a, uh, I've gotten some information from the, the church that I attend. And right now, of course, we're doing, you know, everything's online, but they're going to start opening up. The plan is in a few weeks, whatever that means, to start allowing people to, to re-enter the church, but it's going to be under very controlled circumstances. They may start with just, oh, I don't know, 15, 20, I don't know, whatever the number might be, 25. They will be somewhat socially distanced and sit together. They will keep a roster of who's there for the purpose of contact tracing, you know, should anything uh, pop up. That's great. Yeah, and, and I guess that would be, talk about your two birds with one stone. I think, practically speaking, you're going <laughs> to, strange as it sounds, you would have to sign up or get a some kind of a reservation to come on a certain or whatever Sunday because otherwise, because embarrassing. What happens if 200 people show up and sit and we have to say, well, we're only letting 50 in today, you know? So mm. they're going to, they, mm. they have to deal with that sensitivity. But if it's a sign up type thing, then they would already know who's there and they could, you know, do contact tracing from that as necessary. Um, as they, if nothing goes sideways, they can continue to start to, to increase the population of, of people who come. If things... Yeah, the CDC has actually published guidelines for yeah, this very thing. If, if things go a little bit, you know, wonky, the, the local uh, pastor can say, well, we're going we're gonna to start a tactical retreat then and, and go revert back to this level. You know, we're not going to go back into full lockdown necessarily, but you know, do whatever it takes to kind of cool the fire down a bit. So, yeah, we, and, and all of this is sort of, we're, we're exploring the wire, so to speak. We want to see what's out there and how far can we, how far can we uh, tippy toe around safely? That's exactly what it is. Be ready to retreat a little bit at any given time according to what you're finding is going on. But at the same time, knowing full well, we can't just hide forever. We've got to get out there. Um, I saw mm -hmm. an article that said, yes, with a with plan. A plan. Uh, plan that seems to a lot of um, high density uh, uh, industrialized countries. So, you know, but I think it's part of this, we're in this dilemma. If we were told that we, we, a vaccine or some cure or something, we'd be done in three weeks. We'd be done for three more weeks. We'd, we have no problem waiting for it and we'd, we'd be good. We're told, you know, it's going to be eight years before we find that oh. level. When, then we're going to start screaming, let us out. Let's, let's start letting us out. So we're somewhere in there, but we don't know where we are on that spectrum. So <laughs> but between now and then, I think doing doing this type of plan. This appeals to me, this idea of the, of the contact tracing, testing, and, and et cetera. Because the, the big question for us all is this. How, how bad is this really? We get some people saying, ah, it's all a hoax. 
we have other people saying, you know, the world is on fire. You know, well, somewhere in between is the truth. Depends on if you're in New York or if you're in Placer County. There you go. Your attitude will be informed by your particular uh, experience. So for uh, testing of patients since we last spoke? Nobody's positive yet. No positives. Okay. No positive. Which f- fits with what the rest of the county is seeing. You know, we only have three in the hospital right now in our three hospitals in our county. Yeah, and we have a hospital capacity bandied about by one of our county supervisors, excess of 600 beds. So something like that. Yeah. The curve is, you know, pretty much non-existent here. You know, good for us. So let's keep it that way. Yeah, as long as, we, yeah, if we can up the testing and uh, get people to, you know, do the contact tracing. We're right on, we're right where we should be. Yeah. So that's, that's a very positive message. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe next week I can, uh, I don't see, I'm trying to think of when this happens, but anyway, what, whatever show we do after I, I do my own testing, I can regale you with the, uh, and our listeners with the actual uh, of, of being COVID. You can tell us all about yeah, it. Yeah, in graphic detail. I, I promise. Yes. <laughs> and then we also need to uh, encourage our listeners, if they enjoy the show and they feel like they're getting something out of it, to share yeah. it. Give it to your you know, friends. And, Send them a and link. And as a teaser, you know, if you uh, one day uh, I will probably uh, I'll describe uh, you know, what it's like to go through a needle biopsy. So that'll be kind of, you know, that could be oh, exciting for, for many, okay. many. I mean, more yes, to come. absolutely. Well, and it, now that I know that there's people out there who are fascinated by things like pimple popping or whatever, um, you know, if, <laughs> if if pimple popping gets you going, wait till you hear my needle biopsy story, man. That'll <laughs> come back. Yeah, you'll, you'll definitely want to wake up the kids for that one. And between now and next time, they can also leave a voice mm. message that has. There's a link in the description of the of this very podcast where they can. Click on that and just say hi to us if that's all they want. Or if they have a question, or they, they can, you know, shout insults, whatever. We'll 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 do that. We should probably play that too. We may have to, you know, sure, edit why it, not? Yeah. Or we can edit right. our own words well, to it. Larry, it's been great. Yeah, change it. It's our intellectual property now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> change it just enough. All right. All right thanks. thanks. A lot, Larry. See you next week. Well, that's all we have for this week, folks. Tune in next week. Once again, you will hear Dr. Mark Bond say, until next time, stay in good health.